Start the Gemara today on the Chofches Medalev, the second line from the top. Toner Abanon, Maise, Berabliezer, Sheshovas, Begolol Elyon. There was a story with Rabliezer that was staying in the upper Golol. Vishalu, Shloishim, Alochis, Behilchis, Sukkah. And he was asked 30 questions regarding the halachas of Sukkah. Shteim regarding 12 of those questions, Amalam Shemaiti, he told them, I heard from my Rebbe the answer to the halacha. Shmaina 18 of those questions, Amalam, he said to them, Loi Shemaiti, I didn't hear from my Rebbe the answer, so he didn't give the answer. Rabbi Yaisi Bayud Aimeh, says that it was the reverse. Shmaina Asar, Amalam Shemaiti, 18 of the questions he said he heard from his Rebbe. Twelve of the questions he said, he did not hear the answer. So the people that asked him these questions said to him, Everything that you say is only from what you heard from your Rebbe. You don't say anything else. They saw that he didn't want to answer on many of the questions. So he says to them, Are you going to bring me and force me to say something that I did not hear from my Rebbe? And here, he told them what his custom is, that he doesn't, he doesn't say anything that he didn't hear from his Rebbe, and he told them Bechlal to different things that are his customs. Niyomai, my entire life, like Kidmani Yodam Medrish. There was no one ever before me in the morning of the Beis Medrish. Vuleyashanti Medrish, I never slept in the shul, Leishina Skva, not a long sleep, Vuleyashina Sarai, and not a short nap. Vuleyanachti Yodam Bebeisa Medrish, Vyatsasi. I never had anyone left in the shul when I left at night from the shul. He was always the last that left. I did not talk conversations of foolish subjects. As Rashi says, And I never said something, I never taught Allah or something that I did not hear from my Rebbe. So this was, this was his minigoy that he had that he never, never said anything that's not from his Rebbe. That's why he didn't answer them. According to one of the Pshatim in the Marsha, when the Gemara before says, His kaktuni it was this list of things that he was telling them about his behavior. He's saying that because you're pressing me and asking me why I'm not answering you, so let me tell you about my minhagim, my behavior that I have, so you won't have a kpada that I'm not answering you. And he's saying all of these minhagim that he did, even though this itself is something that he didn't hear from his rabbi. Although, as we'll see soon, it's a behavior that he learned from his Rebbe, but he didn't hear this mamish from his Rebbe, and yet he's repeating it to them. So, Amru Allah, Rabbi Yechenah ben Zakkai. They said regarding Rabbi Yechenah ben Zakkai, his, his different minhagim, and Rabbi Yechenah learned it from him. Miyam of Leisach Sichas Chulin, he never spoke any foolish conversations. V'loi holach, da'od amis, And he never went for amis without teireh, or b'loi tefillin, and without tefillin. There was no one ever before him in the shul. He never slept in the Bismedrish. Not permanently or not a, not a nap. He never thought words at Teira in the filthy alleyways that you're not supposed to think there. He never left anyone in the shul and left uh, before them. He was never found. No person ever found him sitting silently, not active, not learning Teira. He was always sitting and learning. No one else opened the door for his Talmidim, only he himself. And he never repeated something that he did not hear from his Rebbe. He never said, oh, let's, it's time came to leave the Beis Medrash. 
They never. They always continued till the very end of the day. They never left the middle of the day. Chutz mi'arvei Besides, when it was erev Pesach, when you have to go to for the carbon Pesach and also for the children to put them to sleep, that they should be up at night. And the Arve Yom and Arve Yom Kippur, where there's a mitzvah to eat and drink during the day in order to fast for the next day. So Rabbi his student, also had the same customs as we saw before. He followed the ways of his Rebbe. Eighty Talmidim Hillel Azokin had. Shloishim Mehan, thirty of them, Ruim Shetishraim Shina Kemoshira Beno. They were deserving that the Shina should dwell on them like Moshira Beno. Ushloishimehan, another thirty of them, Ruim Shetamidlam Khaima, Khama that is, Kishua Benun. They were worthy that the sun should stop in its tracks in the sky like it happened to Yeshua Benun. And Asrim, another twenty of them, Bainanim. They were average. They were not were not on such a high level, but they were average, also very great Sadiqim, of course. Godel Shabakulam, the greatest of all of them, or according to Wamshat, the greatest of the Bainanim, Yenisim Benazil. Katn Shabakulam, the smallest from all of them, was Rabyechanim Ben Zakai. Was Rabyechanim Ben Zakai. Amru Allah. So when it says that you the smallest amongst them was Rabyechanim Ben Zakai, the Mafarshim point out, it doesn't mean literally that he was the smallest from all the Tamidim. It can't be because after Hillel Azakim passed away, he took him over. Elamai means in certain areas he was considered to be the smallest. So it was said about Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakkai, he didn't leave, in other words, he did not, not learn Mikra, all the Psukim of the Teireh, Mishneh, and the Mishnayis, Gemara, all the, all the Gemaras, Halachis, all the um, other Halachis that there are. As Rashi says, it refers to the Halachis Lomayish Misinai. we had a lot of them before, God, Lovud, Daif Nakuma, and everything else. Agodais, all of the drushes that there are in Psukim, Diktuke Teire, to know exactly each letter in the Teire, every ribui, every miut, every everything in the Teire, Diktuke Seifrim, also all the takanis of Chazal, which are called Diktuke Seifrim. Interestingly, Rashi says, because when Chazal made their takanis, they were medactic. They studied human behavior to know exactly which takanis have to be made as a siog. Kalim v'chamurim, all the kavachaymis, gzeris shavis, all the drashas that are gzeris shavis, tkufais, also the tkufais, which is the cheshven of the solar and the lunar system, to know the time of Kiddush HaChedosh and so on, gematriyais, all the different gematriyais that there are, which is one of the ways of learning teda, as Rashi here brings different examples, sichas malachi asharis, the, the conversations of the malachim, sichas shedim, the conversations of the shedim, sichas the kolim, the, the, the conversations of palm trees, Regarding this, Rashi says that he doesn't know what this is. Mishal is kaifsim, then the analogies or the parables of the washers. Mishal is shulim, the analogies of, of foxes. As Rashi says, these are different kinds of uh, mishalim that in earlier generations they would explain divreteira or they would give musr using these kinds of mishalim. So he knew and studied all these mishalim. Dovagadl vidovakotin. Great matters and small, simple matters. And the Gemara explains what that is. Dovagadl maisim merkava. Davagodl refers to Maisa Merkava. And Davakotan is Avayiz Dabayavirava. And Davakotan refers to all the questions and answers of Abayavirava that we have throughout Shas. So although Abay and Rava were much after the time of Rabbi Yechen and Zakai, but nevertheless, he already was the one that had all these questions and studied all these subjects, and then it was handed down, and Abayavirava asked all of these questions. This fulfills what the Postic says. 
I give to the ones that love me, Yesh, which is the 310 worlds that Abishai gives them in Olam Haba. And the storehouses I fill up. So this was Rabbi Yechenem and Zakai that knew all of this. There's a Maimir from the Rebbe Marash. There's also a Maimir from the Rebbe, Baleis Chotavshin Chavtes, where the Rebbe discusses Bariches, the concept of Dova Godel being Maisim Rekova and Dova Cotton being Avayis Dabai Verova. And the point the Rebbe there says is that actually Dova Cotton is even greater than Dova Godel. Maisim Rekova refers to the Mekova Lemaila, which is completely bottled to Hashem, like a chariot that's bottled to the rider on it with no choice or opinion or feeling of his own. But Dava Cotton, which refers to the words of Taita that are Nislabish and Gashmias and come down here in this world, there's even a greater bitl in that aspect of learning Taita that's here in the Gashmias, even more than the Maisa Merkava Lamaila. Look in the Maima there, Barichis. So the Nagamara asks, If the smallest amongst Hillel Talmidim was so great and knew all of this, so God the greatest amongst them, Allah most definitely knew all of this. Amru Alaf, and it was said even more so, Yenison ben Ezeel, regarding Yenison ben Ezeel, that Bishah, Sheyeshev Isaac Beteira, any time when he was sitting and learning Taira, called Oif, Sheparach Alav, any bird that flew above his head, Miyad Nisraf, was immediately burnt from the holiness of the Taira that he learned. If a person is sitting, his head and most of his body in the Sukkah, as Rashi explained in the beginning of the Masechte, they did not sit straight in chairs. They sat spread out on sort of a couch. So therefore, even if his head is in the sukkah, not necessarily is most of his body in the sukkah. So his head and most of his body is in the sukkah. However, his table is in the house. Beishamai Paislin, Beishamai says, this is puzzle. Or Beishillel Machshirin. And Beishillel says, it's kosher. So as we learned in the beginning of the Masechte, on Dav Gimel, the Gemara explained that there are actually two details in the Machleikist here. They're discussing the minimum size of a sukkah to be kosher apostle. And they're also discussing the mitzvah of sukkah. When you eat in the sukkah, do you have to also have the table in the sukkah or not? According to Beishillel, or according to uh, Beishamai, there's a gzeda that you may be drawn after your table and end up eating out of the sukkah. Amrulam Beishillel Beishamai, so Beishillel say to Beishamai, isn't this the story that happened? They went to visit Rabbi Yechen Ben He was sitting his head and most of his body that was in the sukkah, but his table was in his house. And they didn't comment to him about what he was doing and it was okay. So we see over here, Beishillel says, that this is fine. So Beishama responded and said, From that incident, you're bringing a proof. They didn't tell him, If this is what your custom always was, You've never fulfilled the mitzvah of sukkah. So as most Shishayim say, it doesn't mean literally that he never fulfilled the mitzvah of sukkah because the fact is his head and most of his body was inside the sukkah. And even if you have to have your table in the sukkah to be yaitze the mitzvah, that's just exayim the rabbana because you may be drawn after your table. But they were saying you never fulfilled the mitzvah of sukkah properly the way Chachamim required it to be fulfilled. It's interesting that you have your sort of a machlekes in a fact of a story. What happened? Did they comment or did they not comment? So some of Farshim say that the way Basil reported the story, they were there and when they were present, no one commented. But then Bishami answers them, but after you left, so then someone did comment, someone did say something about it. So it was different times of uh, when the story occurred. So women, uh, Eved, Eved Kanani, and a cotton is potter from sukkah. 
cotton a cotton that does not need his mother is obligated in the sukkah, meaning his father should see to it that he should be in the sukkah because of the mitzvah of chinuch. Nice, there was an incident. Vyolda Kalosai, Shoshame Azokin. Shame Azokin's daughter in law gave birth to a baby. Upiches, Esamaziva, and he removed the plaster. Visirech, Agabiamita, and he placed Schach above the bed of the baby, Bishwakotten, for this, for this baby. That's how far it goes according to Bishamai, to be Mahmet for this, for this child, to be uh, doing the mitzvah of Sukkah. From where do I know that women are not chayv in the mitzvah of Sukkah? The Torah of Rabbanu we learned in Abraisa, Ezrach. When it says in the Torah, "Kol Ezrach be Yisrael Yeshvu basukkah," so if we would just say Ezrach without the hey, so Ze Ezrach, this refers to all to all people, to all Yidden, men and women. Then when it says Ha Ezrach, the Ezrach, so that's an exclusion. Lahaitzias anoshim to exclude the women. But then it says Kol Ha Ezrach, so Kol is coming to include. This comes to include that even Ketana Machayev in the Mitzvah of Sukkah. That's the Braise. So the Master in this Braise said, Because it says, hey, it excludes women. Shall we say the Ezrach, that the word Ezrach without the hey is Bein Noshem Bein Gavri Mashma? This refers to men and women, both included. And you have to have the hey to exclude the women. But Vatanya, we learned in another Braise, it says, Ho Ezrach, this is by Yom Kippur, when it says in the Pasik that, that you shouldn't do any Molochah in Yom Kippur. So it says, Ho Ezrach, when it says, Ho Ezrach, so this uh, comes to include the women that they are also obligated in uh, fasting on Yom Kippur. So Alma, what do I see from this? Ezrach Gavri Mashma. That when it says Ezrach, so Ezrach means men. And only because it says Ha Ezrach, in this case we're actually using the hay to include. That because it says Ha Ezrach, it includes the women as well. But Ezrach alone means only men. So the Gemara is not focusing on the difference regarding the drasha of the hay. That before we said hay is an exclusion, and here we're saying that hay is to include even more. The Gemara is focusing on the taich of the word Ezrach. Ezrach, what is Ezrach? Ezrach includes men or women, or is Ezrach only men? As far as the hay is concerned, we find many times that a hay could be either a, a ribuy or a mir, it depends on the context. But what's the story with Ezrach? So the Gemara says, Omar Rabbe, so Rabbe explains, Hilchase Ninu, one of these drashas here regarding the women that they're included as well or they're excluded is a halachalamayshim isinai, vas mechinu rabbanon akroi. And the Rabbanon in the Braise are just bringing a Pasuk to lean it on a Pasuk, but the source is not really a Pasuk. So you can't have both of these Roshes. One of them is Allah Sinai. Which one of them is actually learned from the Pasuk? And which one of them is Allah Sinai? So we have to clarify that. Then there's a more basic question here. Why do we need a Pasuk to teach me that women are potted from the mitzvah of Sukkah? And why do I need also to teach this to me? And the question is actually regarding both, regarding Sukkah and also regarding the mitzvah of Inu, your fasting and your Kippur, as the Gemara will explain. Sukkah is a mitzvah that's only one at a certain time. Women are potter from such a mitzvah, so why do we need any Pasuk? And on the other hand, when it comes to Yom Kippur, we learn this from what Rav Yudah Marav said. When the Torah says, 
And at the continuation of the Pasuk, it speaks about So speaking about a case where there is a Einish for being Oivra Iser. So from that Pasuk, since it says Ish Oi Isha, we learn out that Hishva Akosov Isha Ish That the Tereh says that men and women are always obligated equally when it comes to all these Isurim, Alav, that there's an Einish for. So there men and women are equal. So therefore, when it comes to the uh, Isra of eating, the, 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 you have to fast on Yom Kippur, there's an Einish Kodis if you don't. Over there, men and women are equal. You don't need a special drasha for that. Omar Abaye. So Abaye explains and answers all these questions. La'aylam, the truth is as follows. Sukkah Hilchaseh. The sukkah, when we're saying that we that sukkah, women are potter, it's for sukkah that we're bringing a halacha l'mayshem isinai to say that they're potter. In other words, when it says the pasuk ezrach, ezrach means only men; it doesn't mean women as well. And therefore, when it says the ha ezrach by yim kippur, there we're adding women as well. But by uh, sukkah, when it says ha ezrach, the pshat and the brayse, when it says that from ha ezrach we see to exclude women, that's just an asmachta. That's not really the source. The source is a halachal emotion Sinai that women are excluded. So there's no stir in the drasha. So we know which one is the halachal emotion Sinai. Sukkah. Now the gemara explains. So now you'll ask, why do you need the halachal emotion Sinai? It says, it's a mitzah seishas, man grame, and women are potter. Ve'etzrech, I need this halacha l'mayshem misina. And the Gemara here brings two pshatim. Sal kedaitachamine, I would think to say, teishvu ke'en tadur. The Torah requires to sit and be in the sukkah the same way you live in the house. Ma dira ishvishtai. Just like in the house, you live husband and wife together. Av sukkah ishvishtai. So too in the sukkah, it should be husband and wife. And therefore, I would think that the wife is obligated for the mitzvah in order for it to be fulfilled properly by her husband. Like like Teshu Kain Taduro. Kamash Malon, so that's the Kiddish of this Allah Mishmisinai that women are still potter. That's one shot. Rava Ma Rava says, It's Tirech, I need Allah Mishmisinai for the following reason. Sol Kedait Khamen, I would think to say, Yalif, Khamishasa, Khamishasa, Mechaga Matzis. I learn out a Xerishava from from uh, Matzah. <clears throat> Just like we had Xerishava before regarding the obligation of eating the first night of Sukkis. In the sukkah, so I would think that maybe you should learn out this Ksayr for this as well. That ma'ala alon noshem chayyavis. Just like by matzah, women are obligated to eat matzah. Afkan noshem chayyavis. Here as well, I would say that women are chay if to eat in the sukkah. Kamash malam. That's why I need a special Allah l'mayshem misinai to say that women are potter from the mitzvah of sukkah. Avhashter da'amrit sukkah hilchaseh. So now that you're saying that the sukkah, the fact that women are potter, is a halach l'mayshem isinai. So kral so the pasuk of ha ezrach, it's an extra pasuk. So we're not using it for this. So what do we learn out from ha ezrach? Rabbi is a sagerim. Ha ezrach is a riboy, just like it is regarding Yom Kippur. Ha ezrach is coming to be marb the women. So over here as well, it's a riboy. What is it adding? That gerim achayev as well. So I would think to say that when it says Ezrach, it means only a citizen. In other words, a yid, and not a born a yid, and not gaidim. Kamash Malan, therefore it says Ha Ezrach to come and add gaidim as well. So the Gemara now says, So as we asked before regarding Yom Kippur, why do we need a special drasha to add and include women in the mitzvah to fast in Yom Kippur? But we learn it out from Rav Yudam Rav, that if there's an Einish Kodesh for this, so women are included as well. So the Gemara answers, 
We only need the Pasuk to include women, even in the mitzvah of Tais Vesiyam Ekipurim, which the Gemara learns out in Sechti Yuma towards the end, that you're supposed to add from the daytime a little bit to begin fasting even while it's day. Why do I need a special Pasuk for that? Because I would think to say, Since when it comes to that added time when you fast, when it's still day. So there is a mitzvah to add a time. But there is no azhara, there's no warning for this, and there's no kadis either. It's just a mitzvah. So I would think that women are not included in this mitzvah. So therefore, so women are not obligated in this. That's the Chiddush of Ha'ezrach, that not only the women have to fast on Yom Kippur, but they also have to begin the fast from Toysus Yom Kippurim, which is only a mitzvah. The Master said before in the Braise, that call, when it says, this comes to include the children as well. In the Mishnah we learned that the Ketanim are potter from Sukkot. The answer is, there's no question. There's a child that came to the age of Chinuch, so he's obligated. Then there's a child that did not come to the age of Chinuch. Which is really in the Mishnah itself, as Taisus points out, the Mishnah itself says that there's a difference between a child which is Sarech Le'imai or not. So the Gemara asks, wait a minute, that's your answer? We're talking about a cotton that's chayiv because of chinuch, but that's only an obligation with the Rabbanan. But we're learning it out from a posik kol. So the Gemara answers, <coughs> it's taka only with Rabbanan. The posik brought in the price is just an asmachta, it's not the real source. So the, what's the age of this? When it says the cotton shegiel chinuch, what's the actual age? So from the Gemara, you understand that it varies. It depends on each child. At one point, he, at what point he doesn't need his mother anymore? The Alter Rebbe Shochanarach though says sheishonim shleimos. When the child is seven years old, so then that's that's the time when every child is going to be obligated in the mitzvah of sukkah. But there could be a case where a child, even from a younger age, doesn't need his mother anymore, and is the age of chinuch to be in the mitzvah of sukkah. So the shear that it said of the Mishnah was a child that does not need his mother. Who's a child? How do we know? What does this mean? He doesn't need his mother. A child that uses the bathroom and his mother doesn't have to come to wipe him. That's one pshat. Another pshat is Rab Shimon or the Gersiers. Rab Shimon ben He wakes up from his sleep. And he doesn't call his mother. According to the Gersa we have here, it says twice in the Gemara, Ima, Ima, To call your mother, even a child that's much older, even a mayor after Bar Mitzvah calls the mother. So that's not an indication that the child is mature already, or is not mature if he calls the mother. Ella, so rather the Pshat over here is, Eime, or some take it out, someone that wakes up, he doesn't call his mother again and again until his mother comes. He's persistent until his mother actually comes. That shows on a child that's not mature enough to be chayv at the mitzvah of sukkah. Maise, there was an incident. The story with Beishamai's daughter-in-law that had birth, a baby, and Beishamai opened up the, the Shamia Zuck and opened up the, the, the roof for a sukkah there. It's bringing a story to contradict the point we just made, that it has to be a child that doesn't rely on his mother. It's missing in the Mishnah and it should say as follows. And Shami was stringent about this. 
and the story also was that his daughter-in-law gave birth and he removed the plaster and he put up the schach for the child in order to sit in the sukkah. So this was the chumrah of Beishamai. Right, so some say that according to Beishamai, this actually means Shammai held that the, the father's chayv to do this because of Teishvikein to Dudu, to sit in the sukkah together with your entire family. Even mamish with the youngest, with even with the baby's mamish, like it is in your house. Your babies are living with you in the house. This is the pshat of the ra'ah in the Gemara. Okay, others say, no, this is midrabanon because of the mitzvah of chinuch. And the mitzvah of chinuch in this case begins by the youngest age when the child, the baby, is able to be in the bed but inside the sukkah. He didn't hold of this shear of tzarech li'imai. Zok kol all seven days of Sukkot, the Sukkot has to be a permanent dwelling and your house is temporary. If it rains in the Sukkot, when is one allowed to go out of the Sukkot? If you have a dish of this congealed food, which is something that gets spoiled quickly from rain, and it's getting spoiled from the rain, you can leave the Sukkot. Mashlu, Mashal, the following Mashal was given, Lama Dava What is it compared to when it rains in Sukkis? Le'eved, Shabal Limze, Kaisle Rabbi. A servant that comes to prepare a cup of wine for his master. And he pours it in his face. Now the Gemara will say exactly who pours it into whose face. But the point is, as Rashi over here says, that uh, it's a simon klala that the mitzvah is not being accepted. We'll see it more in the Gemara. But we see here that there's an Indian of a simon klala. It's actually one year, Tavshilamidvav, I believe it was, when in uh, New York it rained the entire sukkah non-stop and heavy rain. And it was very difficult to be in the sukkah. So uh, someone que- que- asked the Rebbe about this. And uh, the Rebbe answered as follows, that uh, today you ate in the sukkah, you made the brach in the sukkah, as the minik chabad is, the minik of many chassidim is, that even when it rains you still sit in the sukkah and you make a brach of leishiv basukah even when it rains. And then I, the rest of the day, you couldn't be in the sukkah, especially sukkahs, the fabrengans by chassidim, you couldn't be in the sukkah, it was indoors. So the Rebbe said, the Abishter wants you to sit comfortably in your house and to fabreng without the wind and the cold of the sukkah, so you're able to do the mitzvah of sukkah, and you're also able to fabreng comfortably in your house. So the Rebbe turned it around in the positive and said that it was something good. We learned the seven days of Sukkot, or the Your house has to be that your Sukkot that is should be permanent, and your house is temporary. Ketzad, what does this mean? Oh, you like Kalimnom, You had beautiful vessels. My only Sukkot, bring it up into the Sukkot. Matzois noise, beautiful bedding. My only Sukkot, bring it into the Sukkot. You eat and you drink and you you walk around. In other words, you spend your time in the Sukkot. From where do I know this? The Tana Rabbanon, because we learned in another Braise that explains the source. It says in the Pasik, Teishvu Ke'en Taduru. You live in the Sukkah the way you live in your house. Mikan Omru, from this Pasik, we learn, Kol Shivasayamim, all seven days of Sukkah. Your Sukkah has to be your permanent place. Ubeisayara, and your house is temporary. Ketzad, Hoyukhelim Noim, Mailam Lusukah, your beautiful dishes you bring to the Sukkah, Matsois Noim, Mailam Lusukah, your nice bedding you bring into the Sukkah, Oichol, Vishaisu, Matal, Lusukah, and you eat and drink and spend your time at the Sukkah. And the Braise here also has another thing, Umishanin Besukkah, and he also learns in the Sukkah. But the translation of the word Mishanin actually specifically refers to learning deeply, which Rashi says refers not only to learning Psukim or the Mishnayis, but learning the Svaris of the Gemaras to understand the ideas, the things that Amiraim explained in the Gemara, and that also, that style of learning should be done in the Sukkah. So on that the Gemara asks, Aini is this so, but Vahoma Rave, Rave said, Mikra, to learn Psukim, which is easier and simpler, and Misna, to learn Mishnayis, Bimetalalta. 
That's in the sukkah. But to tnuye, to learn deeper, to learn the svaris of the amiroim that you have in the gemara, that you don't barmetalalta, that you learn outside of the sukkah because you have to have to be able to be able to focus. So, so the, the ear, the, the outside is not good. You have to be in another place where you have the proper ear to be able to learn and understand what you're learning. So the Gemara answer is that it's, it's not a question. It depends how you're learning. Lekashia, hob, migras, here's when you're learning quicker. You're just learning the information. So then even if you're learning things like Gemara, you can learn it in the Sukkah. And hob, yuni. And then if you're learning a more intense learning to think deeper, to understand, to analyze the concept, so that's something that's done only in the Sukkah, outside the Sukkah, that is, to be able to learn better. Kihal, like we find the style of learning, the Rabbah Barchome, or the girsi you have on the side of here was Rove and Romi Bachome, when they were learning by Rav Chiste, so they, the way they learned was Mirati, Gemare, Bahadi Adodi. First, they would quickly go over the Gemara together, and Vahadar, and after that, Naini Biswara. They would come back and learn it again and go deeper into the understanding of the concepts that they learned quicker before. So, these are the two ways of learning. It says similar in Shulchanarach regarding davening. If someone doesn't have a shul in the city that he's in, and he's not going to be davening in shul, so then if you're able to daven peacefully and calmly, you should daven in the sukkah. But if you're not, then similar to what it says there regarding learning, you can daven inside the house.